Hello again, and welcome back to the Fear and Beer podcast, where we talk all things horror, horror nights, and just a dash of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. All right, we're back. Part two, baby. Part two from the episode that last ooh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah, it's been a little. Yeah, bit. last week was our most anticipated movies twenty twenty one. The yep. before, week before that was the well, our top, our not our top ten, but our like yeah. ten most awesomeness. The de- little decade like, normal recap. houses. Yeah. So yeah, we're pulling ten houses from the past decade, running from HHN twenty all the way through HHN twenty nine, and we're kind of picking and choosing. So it's not really a it's not a top 10 because we're not ranking it so it's almost like a spec map of a greatest hits album it's kind of what we verbalized it as yeah last it's kind of how we put it last it's week just if we had to pick any 10 houses and put them back on a map so we could either a go through them one more time or b go through them for the first time they would land on that map in no ranking order just we want to redo those houses or do them for the first time this week's gonna be a little bit easier because Part one, we did original houses, and part two, this week, we were doing the IP houses. A little bit easier for us, because all of the years that we did not go, we can still kind of guess how the house would have laid out a little bit, just by knowing that property. Well, yeah, we're, we're already fans of the property, so it, it'll be easier to kind of understand uh, what the theme of it was. Like, it's pretty simple if, you know, you see Halloween house. Well, we know what Halloween's all about. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get Michael. Awesome. We're going to get that house. We're going to yeah, get exactly. all that. Yeah, so in the closet. It's not that difficult for us. Uh, the last one was hard just because, like, they were original ideas. So without ever seeing it again, you know, I really have no bearing as to what it was like. So it'll be, this one's a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not a, like I think you said it's not a top 10, so this isn't like, don't no. go in any particular order. No, nope. and it's our um, our opinion. This is, you know, not reading up on what people's favorite houses are. This is strictly yeah, we, from we Nick and Seamus. No, this is Nick and Seamus. If we had to pick, a, you know, certain houses to put back on the map so we can go through them, this is what we'd come up yeah. with. Yeah, and again, just as a reminder, I mean, I've never done any of these outside of the ones from last year. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler alert, none of the ones from last year are on this list. So, yep. it's all ones that I haven't done. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's more of a, for me, it's more of a, that sounds awesome. I kind of want them to bring something along that theme back. Or maybe just do that movie again or do that TV show again. I think um, we'll catch some so flack for that. I think there's a couple on here that where, where people are going to be like, what the hell? Why didn't you put that one on? Well, yeah, the best probably. One. But, I mean... Well, Fuck well, you, it's you know, our list. Get your own list, I <laughs> yeah, guess. I don't your, know. Go start your own podcast. No, I mean, seriously, though. Like, Remember, this This is our list. This isn't your list. So if you don't like our list, then tell us that you don't like it. But go make your own list, too. Yeah. And tell us what you think of all the different houses and see and you know see how much we think alike and how much we mm-hmm. think we differ because we're humans and humans differ. Yeah, there's there's definitely something on some on this list that are more my picks than Seamus's and more Seamus's picks than my picks. This is a good collective kind of mix-match hodgepodge throw it oh, at the wall sure. kind of and, thing i mean if any of you have listened to our top 10 horror movies list then you'll know you which kind of know which on ones here. are yeah. on here which ones oh, are that's for sure all right well that's the basis of this upcoming show but first let's jump into some beer because we got a good one today not very much so super horror-y but overall great great beer you want to dive into this beer a little bit yeah i can kind of walk you through it this is a not a 
not a traditional mi- uh, microbrewery craft beer. It's not a small brewery in, in the middle of nowhere or local to us. This is a pretty well-known one. Um, I would think so anyways for beer drinkers. Not to say that's bad because a lot of macro level craft beer is still really good. Mm-hmm. Like I like Sierra Nevada and I like yep. some other things right. from the West Coast and from the East Coast. Lagunitas. Um, stuff like that. Yeah, Lagunitas and things. Like, so there's definitely some good stuff out there and these guys are definitely on the top of the list or near the top of the list. Um, it's Voodoo Ranger, uh, but it's not the traditional Voodoo Ranger from New Belgium. It is the Juicy Haze IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is more of a New England juicier style IPA uh, variation on the vo- traditional Voodoo Ranger. So if you've had that one, you're probably going to like this one. Um, New Belgium, was, I mean, so they're famous for their Fat Tire, which is their Amber Ale. Amber it's their, Ale, it's, it it's yep. their like Boston Lager. Yep. It's it's like Sam Adams' so Boston Lager. Staple. It's it's New Belgium's Fat Tire. Um, the reason for that is because they, the family that created it, started it in 1988. They were big into bike bicycling and mountain biking and that sort of thing. So that's why they called it New Belgium and their beer Fat Tire because mountain biking in the mountains yep. is like usually using fat, fat tired bikes and that trails. sort of thing so it's good stuff funny story my buddy graduated from college and we had a party for for him and he got kegs and you would think oh it's a party let's get kegs of bush light right no <laughs> let's get kegs of fat tire and tell Seamus after seven cups deep that hey it's fat it's not, tire it's not a four percent yeah bud right light. this it's, isn't a bud yeah. light you're getting fucked up tonight yeah. <laughs> so little funny story about Rector fat tire scratch. But, Oh, all in all, I, mm-hmm. I like I like New Belgium. New Belgium is definitely one of those beers where if I go somewhere and they don't have a huge list of uh, craft beer, a big craft beer selection, mm-hmm. typically you can get a New Belgium. And I will, you know, they're one of the ones, they're one of my go tos when yeah. I go to places like that. Oh, so yeah. let's crack these bad boys open. I've already had it once, well, more than once actually. So I'm sure. I don't know if you have you had this one yet or not. I've had samples of this one. So they just started selling this one at my job. I might have had it in the past. I'm not sure, but. I, I don't think I've actually enjoyed like a full. Have you explained one. what your job is on the podcast? Like um, you don't have to go into yeah. details, but like when you say I, they just started pouring it at my job. So obviously yeah. <laughs> Nick works in the service industry. Yeah, I work over at Top Golf on iDrive. So that's a pretty cool little driving range. Drink your beers, eat your food, all that nonsense. You know, just dropping names, name dropping. Yeah, name dropping. So if you're in the area, go check out Top Golf. TGOC. <laughs> I don't work in the service industry. I work from home, so there's yeah, nothing, you're lucky. No, nothing special to my job. Sanity. <laughs> this is um, it's looking. It's looks super carbonated. Yeah, but this is the problem with me bringing the beer is that like by the time I get here, it's already like kind of like warm. Yeah. So it pours like shit. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, just I'm just going off of just the bubbles though. It's just, it's very. You can hear it popping still. It's got a very like yellowy. Well, it almost looks like a shandy. Yeah, it's definitely not as thick oh, as smell, other though. New England's. I think this is more of a maybe a West Coast style hazy IPA. So maybe I made I may may have been a little bit wrong about that. It's definitely a hazier IPA, and it's got that juicy note to it, um, that you know citrusy juicy note to it. Um, so it's it is it's off of the New England style, but these guys are based out of Colorado, so it's you know it's based more on their very you know, citrusy out there so yeah but you're, you're gonna get a like ton it. of citrus i like that smell and i think this is i think you like you said this is a newer version of the voodoo ranger mm-hmm. so for anybody that doesn't know what voodoo ranger is the reason i picked it is because the mascot for it, it's almost like the iron maiden mascot he looks like a skeleton cam newton yeah he's, got he's, a, he's a skeleton hat, with a crazy tooth. hat and gold tooth and glasses <laughs> and, and a stuff, floral so. shirt no i'm gonna dive in and see what this thing's all about oh that's a refreshing ipa that's good, stuff, right? That's good. That brings me back home. That's very New England-esque, very citrusy. I, I dig it. 
this is like almost like a um like a warm weather beer for me because it's just like yeah, enough it's, citrus well, it's notes. Not, it's not thick. It's not heavy like no. a double, like a traditional, like mm-hmm. d- like a double hazy IPA or a New England IPA, yeah, which is... tends to be a little bit heavier. They come in twelve ounce cans, not sixteen, so that's kind of nice too. Sometimes yeah, seven and a half percent. It's only seven and a half percent, which f- when I say only, it's not that yeah. bad. So it's got a forty-two IBU. Yeah, so right I mean, for or... for a hazy IPA, for for an IPA like this, you could totally drink more than one of these and not feel it immediately. Yeah. Um, where I feel like some of the other hazier 16-ounce can ones, you're like, you hit one or two of them, and you're yeah. already stumbling around. So Good stuff. That's a good New England IPA. God. So, yeah, if you can, you know, you should be able to find this in most locations. Yeah, it should be everywhere. So well, this is... if you see it, pick it up, give it a shot. I mean, they come in six-packs, so buy a six-pack. You never know. Yeah. Show, show New Belgium some love. Yeah, if you like the IPA style, especially that New England, that citrus notes, just get this because they nailed it. You All never know. We might have some fans out there that, like, you know, they're... They drink like Sierra Nevada, and they think that's like that's the, it, the, that's the furthest craft yeah. beer that they've ever had. So no, there's more out there. Try other stuff. We're we're finding that there's plenty out there. Don't be that guy. <laughs> All right, let's dive in. So we're gonna do what we did last week. We're gonna go. We're gonna bounce one off each other. Um, it's gonna be that whole compiled list. We're gonna go through ten houses total, and we're gonna go from start to finish. So HHN twenty all the way through twenty nine. Spoiler alert: We already told you HHN twenty nine didn't get no love from us. Also, because we just didn't want to give more recency bias, we just did the houses last just, year. So yeah, it's I mean, we just more did them. I'm not, not, it's not to say that we didn't like them. No, they were great. I but mean, Universal you Monsters. To, like, before we go into like the list, like, just kind of just for my sanity, just give some background as to why. Yeah. Like just so no nobody gets angry at us. <laughs> like, oh, I love Stranger Things. Why didn't you put it on there? Um, don't get me wrong. I like Stranger Things as a show. Yeah. Loved the show. Um, I think the enormous lines for the mm. house last year turned me off of it a little bit because the house wasn't as good as it should have been. No. So that was the first one was really good. But then they had the second one, which is the one from last year, and they smashed like two and three in there. And it was kind of just nonsense. And th- the first house was really good because it was very season one-esque. It had the whole room with the lights and the Demogorgon and stuff like that versus just kind of smashing no storyline in there and my thing is like with that show there's only so much you can do yeah in a house like the demogorgon is the scary part of that show yep. so you can do a bunch of stuff with the demogorgon but outside of that what's scary about that show yeah no it's not like, a whole it's, lot it's so, more of that like 80s really right and then i think we good. both can agree that the us house was cool yep but you weren't a fan of the movie i hated the property loved um, the house but the house is okay I, I think it was a relatively well done house but Again, I don't. Th- I think it was just too recent for me to say it's one of the top ten IPs from or the not, past decade. From, from the yeah. past decade, yeah, no. Um, and then outside of that, I think we considered monsters, Universal monsters, and Ghostbusters, and Ghostbusters, Killer Clowns, and Killer Clowns. So all great houses in their own right. Yeah. But I wasn't ready to say, oh yeah, that's definitely let's do this a top one again. Ten. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it again. All right. So let's kick it off. Do you want to kick it off? Uh, because I know that this is one of your favorite overall properties. So. HHN 20 didn't even have any IPs, and then we're going to skip to HHN 21, and I know that this is a property near and dear to Seamus' heart. Yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> um, the original movie is one of my favorite of all time. Obviously, if you listen to that episode, you'll know that it was, I think it came in like fourth, third or fourth in my list. Yeah. Um, this house is based on The Thing, not 
the original John Carpenter the thing. This is based on the, the the prequel that came out in 2011. Not as good a movie, but I still thought it had some charm and there was some things that were kind of cool. And I liked the idea that they kind of tied in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. the original movie, to the to this one. So I didn't hate it. I thought it was a little lackluster. And I think they just really quick. I think the movie spent too much time worrying about like digital effects yeah. and really anything else. But Either way, I think it would have been really cool to experience his house because I never got to. Yep. Um, in the sense that, uh, I like I said, I love that that movie, that property, and there's so much you can do with that property. And judging by the pictures that they have of it, yeah, I, I think the the different the, thing creatures. Yeah, are the effects really are cool really cool. The prosthetics are really cool. Um, some of the set pieces they had the the two dudes morphing together mm-hmm. into like that weird like upside down. Like, like crab crab walking person. thing um so i think I, I think that would have been really cool to see um i mean i really don't know what else to say about it other than that because i know everybody's a not everybody's a thing fan i guess and some people probably just hated that that prequel movie so yeah. they probably were kind of turned off by it a little yeah. bit i mean just reading through the description of it a little bit i think it would be really cool i mean i love the fact that um, the queue resembles the be- the front of that station, that Norwegian station from the movie. I love when the when the houses use like elaborate facades like that, like actual buildings, versus right, just yeah, like yeah. you walking into a tent under a banner. Right, or and so like that. I think I think the idea is you enter you, you enter the house after the thing has gotten gotten loose. Essentially, mm-hmm. you know, you go through the pool hall, you see people getting attacked by the various things. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I think this one would have been really cool to see. Again, I like the property. I like the stuff that you could do with it. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you think about this? No, one? this is, yeah, this is a house I wish I could have definitely checked out just on the fact that it was the only IP house for that year. So I think this is when things started to really take a turn towards that intellectual property um, fanfare, fan love, I guess. And I think they chose the right property. I mean, it helps that the movie came out that year. Yeah, I mean, so obviously thing, it was yeah. the thing. Obviously, as a prequel, was getting some noise back then. I think the th- it's weird because like they're just saying the thing, and like the movie, the prequel is the thing, but it was they're two different movies, so they're like capitalizing on both names. Yeah, well, obviously, so yeah, like you're like sure. getting people that might walk in and be like, oh, this is you know from you know the seventies or whatever. Nope, but it's it's such a similar story that. If you walk into the 2011 prequel house, you still understand what's going on. I mean, it's still the, the thing. The, the the logo they use for it, um, you know, is it's obviously the the new movie. Yeah. And there was a th- another house called the Thing Assimilation from 2007. So prior to the last decade, so we didn't obviously we couldn't yep. include this one. And this one was more based along the original thing. Yeah. So obviously, I think going into it, people kind of knew that it wasn't. The original. The original yeah. So. Yeah. No, I would have liked to have checked this out for sure because it's still, whether it's the original or not, it's still, I mean, it's still the Norwegian, like, Antarctic yeah. style thing. It's still the thing. So and, I want to check that out. The prosthetics, I mean, the monster doesn't change in these. It's still the same thing. I know we're saying thing a lot, but it's that's what it's which called. you know what we're talking about. And yes, but I would, still does I would the same if, stuff. I, if we were including prior to the end yeah. of this, just this, this uh, if we were including more than just this decade, mm-hmm. then I think the other thing house probably would have yeah. been on the list over this one. Um, but just because we're not considering anything before 2010. Yeah, gotta include this um, one. You gotta include this one instead. But I would rather go back and see the 2007 one just because it's the original movie. But yeah. That's semantics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
All right, so we're skipping along here. HHN 22, we decided to leave off IPs from that one. Oh, HHN 20. And before you get all mad, what about The Walking Dead? Just so you know, it's zombies, guys. Yeah, you can do zombies thing. pretty. You could do a World War Z house, and it'd be the same thing. You could do 28 Days Later house, and it would probably be roughly the same thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't care um, about Carl. Fast moving zombies, slow moving zombies, whatever. It's all the same. It's yeah, it was so fun. Don't get mad at us for not putting The Walking Dead house <laughs> on here. It was fun, but it was just beat down into our skulls. I just, I, just, so I, often. I know how Walking Dead fans are, yeah. and like I am one of the Walking Dead fans, but not to that extent. Yeah, <laughs> they were fun houses. From my, I did, I think one of them, or cut some scare zones at them because I know. Just it was very prominent. Well, that's for like exactly four or it. Five like last years. year, we had Zombieland as a, as a, as a mm-hmm. scare zone, and it's like, how much different can you do? Zo- zombies it's, aren't zombies done. are zombies are zombies. Exactly. So, yeah. no, it's the. So, I'm sorry. It's fine. It's a. It's okay, I guess. Which means we're not including the Walking Dead house from 23 either. So no. don't get excited. Yeah. HHN 23 from that year, we decided to include Evil Dead. So Evil Dead, another property near and dear to our heart, and this is. Pretty much just follows that whole story. The it, it's essentially going through just what the actual movie was. I know that in 2017 they did Ash versus Evil Dead, which I remember as a very fun house. But like we were talking about earlier, we're more familiar with the Evil Dead property than Ash versus Evil Dead. I haven't really watched that show, so I'm not caught up with it. I know it's still just Ash with his boomstick going through the houses and stuff like that, but. This actual movie was the one that I really wanted to kind of go through. And when you go in through it, you're entering through the cabin, and it's just similar to the movie. Maya's possessed. She starts to attack you. Then you go in through the forest, and then her possession is shown, and it's the whole tree scene from The Evil Dead. And it kind of walks you back into the cabin, and then you find all the teenager bodies, and then they're all on the floor, and Maya's there attacking again. So it's just a quick little... It gets in and it gets out. It knows what it's doing. It's just going in and out of the cabin with... You know Maya doing her thing, and then the final scene, it's just the cabin on fire, and then the guests are all on the right, and then there's Maya with a chainsaw getting attacked from the left. Simple, but just the way it looks. To I mean, I'm just a sucker for like cabiny stuff like that. The whole movie was just blood, guts, and cabin, from what I remember, and that's just why I liked it. It was just simple. I like the characters. I like the storyline. I like the facade on this thing. I wish I could have walked through it. Very looks very like devilishy, very possession heavy. I don't know. I'm into that one. Is that's that's one that was kind of creeping onto your list as well? When yeah, we were I think so. These. Uh, Evil Dead's a fun movie. I, I, it is what it is. It, it, like you just said, it, it's it, it's kind of a gory retro movie that you got to kind of just watch if you're a horror fan mm-hmm. at least once. Um, it's got Ash, one of the more iconic horror heroes. Yeah. If you've listened to our hero episode, yeah. Plug plug. Yeah. See, so, yeah. I, I don't think I'm dying to go back and see this one, but at the same time, I don't think it would be one I'd pass on. I think no. it's definitely one that would looks it looks fun. The cabin kind of gives me a little bit of Yeti vibes as far as like when you went yeah. to the Yeti one, there was a lot of cabiny Cabin-y, style yeah. stuff in there. Obviously, this one isn't based in snow. This one's built around to look like the movie. Um, Evil Dead is not my favorite movie in that series. I know, I know, it's that's <laughs> a hard thing to admit, but um, it's not. And although. I don't hate that movie. I think, to me, I'd rather see, like, an Army of Darkness house. Yep. I know it's not a horror movie necessarily, but I just love how stupid and fun (laughs) that movie is. And I'd love to see them do one uh, based on that one. So, moving along now. So, we got Evil Dead from 23. Now, I think you're going to pluck one from the next year, which would be HHN 24. So, 24 
did we we only have one from 24 um we did talk about another one from 24 but we did pick one mm-hmm. and i gotta say this one shouldn't be that hard for me to figure <laughs> Not out a surprise here um it's the halloween house i would do anything to see a michael myers house i know some people are tired of it because they've done a million halloween style themed houses michael myers is a very popular character and i think he sells tickets and for me, I would buy a fear. Like, if they told me that Halloween was coming back next year, I'd have my tickets bought already yeah. if I could buy them. I want to see a Michael Myers house up close. And I want to see it done by someone like Universal because, or a company like Universal, because Universal can put more effort and more money and more resources into it rather than the, you know, the neighborhood, you know, Seamus and Nick haunted house where you just have a couple of people dressed up as Michael Myers and chase you through the woods. Like, I want to see the house. I want to see. You know, a Laurie actor. I want to see a Tommy Jarvis actor. I want to. I, I want to see like the movie come to life, and that's exactly what this house was. It was just the Halloween movie come to life. You walk through the Myers house, and you kind of just go through all the different scenes that you get from that original movie. I don't know. I just there's not a whole again, not like before, not a whole lot that I can really say outside of the fact that I'm a huge Halloween fan and. You know, for me to not include this one would be almost sacrilege. Yeah, I know. And again, being a sucker, like I said, for those kind of like outdoor house facade entrances, being able to kind of actually walk around and up to the actual like Halloween house. We're Halloween fans, obviously. Any like Michael house we're going to go see. But I think during the span of all the times we've had a Michael house, if I had to go pick one, obviously you want to just pick the original. The other ones were really cool. The Hell Comes from Haddonfield was really, really cool. Halloween 2 was really cool, but I'm just going to stick with just the original because that's just that's what started it all. It was fun. It was nice to actually go through like the actual full-on first movie. You're getting all the classic scenes where it's Michael dressed up as the little clown in the beginning. You're getting all the famous scenes where it's the whole stairway area. You're getting the whole kitchen scene. You're getting Dr. Loomis. You're getting you're getting all of that. And I just, if we're doing full decade list, I think it would be very remiss of us to not include Halloween 1 from HHN 24. So now we're going to HHN 25. And this is where we actually took three houses from 25 to include on our list. So this is, again, if you've listened previously, this is the event that I actually started going to. I only went once, but I do remember some of these houses. My memory is shot just from always having a terrible memory but i remember going through these houses at least once and i remember one of them the one that really surprised me the most was an american werewolf in london this house the i feel like we don't often get like werewolfy movies anymore werewolf houses it's almost like a dying genre but the way they kind of did their animatronics and the, the scares were great because it's obviously they're they're characters but they had these big, bulky, almost like Yeti, but these big, bulky werewolf costumes. And the bull, the, the little boo hole scares, like these giant things would just lunge out with you know bloody teeth all over the place. And it just, you couldn't see them coming because everything would be so dark in that house. You'd have all the different roaring. I believe there was like a transformation scene where it was like half, half man, half werewolf at the time still. This thing, this house was brutal. It was gory. It was very scary. 
and there was a lot of different cool scenes there's a whole scene where there was like a london bus where it's like the double decker red bus there's a whole bar scene there's like a little movie theater scene there's a hospital scene you get to go through the so- um little bar the slaughtered lamb this thing was really cool it had had pretty much everything you could ask for and you could go right up this was in sound this was in soundstage 22 so this this is where uh ghostbusters was previously okay so it's kind of one of their more marquee style buildings yeah, where they have def- a lot more space it, it seems like one of those houses that is gonna call for that space like mm-hmm. you want that one out, out front and center when people walk in the park they wanted them to go to be gonna be drawn to this um house and just reading from the just what i've seen in pictures and what i've read i mean it looks awesome it's another one of those movies that i really like mm-hmm. um, i watch every year during halloween and sometimes not during halloween because it's just a good movie yeah um but some of the stuff like that that transformation scene in the movie alone is yeah. so ahead of its time um the fact that like a lot of it looks like a lot of the masks they have for the for the wolf changing like it actually moved they had a lot of cool Very, props. Like, puppeteering style yeah, yeah and i think that that's what makes some of universal houses so good it's just the puppeteering and i would die to see some of this stuff in, in real person again if they could ever do this if they if they ever put the effort in doing this house again i i would be really excited so we actually have three from this year i'm gonna save the uh one of them for you because okay. this is your one of your favorite things of all, all right. time uh the other one the one i will talk about from this year is uh the insidious house um we both enjoy the insidious movie uh, we obviously reviewed it on Killer Reviews with Kevin a while back. Yeah, that was another, like our first another, one, I think. N- another plug plug. Plug, yeah. Another plug. Go back, plug go, go back and watch that. Uh, listen to that. Um, so I think this is a, it's, it's one of those movies that I think at first glance you're kind of like, eh, it might be kind of do a, hard to do a house with. But there's so many set pieces in this movie that I think work so well in a house format that um, I would really want to go back and be able to do this one um, between, you know, doing – the like the dream set at the very end where he's kind of like going through the dream set and and you could do a whole house just just in the last 20 minutes of that movie you could do a whole house on you know having the ghost hunters and doing like yep. that whole scene in the house with the ghost hunters um that would be really cool to have as a set piece so you know judging by the history of this house and going by the pictures i think a lot of it was they did use a lot of that imagery that the movie generated in the last latter half of that movie to kind of build the house does i mean again all i'm getting from it is from the pictures so it's hard to really give you a a true understanding of what it was like uh without actually experiencing it um but i do think it's one of those movies that like at first glance you kind of like i'm not sure they could do it but i think they might have pulled off something great and i I definitely would want to go back and see it yeah and this one's like you said it's it's, insidious is a weird property to say we're going to base a house off of because the house is actually based off of like just one aspect of Insidious, where it's it's pretty much when you enter the further. So that's where you can have all these like really creepy. I mean, the breathing man, the lipstick face demon, the bride in black, Michelle Crane. It kind of like embodies a couple of the different villains throughout the uh, throughout the series. But this, I remember going through this house, and this house was super super creepy, especially the um, the scene. I think it was from insidious 2 maybe the scene where all the people are covered in the white cloths okay yeah um, i think yep. that was from the second movie but this this movie was just creepy the house was on par with how well the movie is and this is again this is breaking our list to get on there because i so this, would love to go through this one so this again. is question so this house incorporated more than insidious one or did it was it just insidious one uh this was 
the first three. Oh, so it incorporated all three of yeah, the Yeah, so it had movies. all the villains. So it was oh, kind okay. of like you're in in the further and they're all there. Gotcha. Okay. So it didn't really base around just the like the storyline of one. All right, I wasn't sure exactly when when you first said it like, you know, the sheets so they yeah. must have it was it was all all three of them. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I, I would totally go back and, and do this one again for sure. Yeah. All right, so the one you were saving for me, we actually mentioned it last week. We said this one's definitely going to be on the list, and yeah, that's... we knew this one was going to be Freddy versus motherfucking Jason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you not want to go back and do this This is my house? favorite. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. I like, love this movie. I mean, movie. it's such a good movie. Like, I would totally, like... Yeah, I I would rather do this than ever do just a Freddy house or yeah. a Jason house. Oh, yeah. And it's just so simple. This is what got me to this event. I found out that this was going to be a haunted house. I was like, oh, shit. I'm going down there to see Freddy versus Jason. So, I mean, that's that's really what the house is. It's just pulling little aspects from the Friday uh, Friday series and from the Nightmare series. It has those big marquee scenes that were in Freddy versus Jason. It's the battles. You get the front of the Nightmare House where you get girls like playing hopscotch and singing the song. You visit Crystal Lake. It's just them battling. You get the giant, like... Freddy Worm man that's eating this dead body. You get everything. You get the guy that's um, he's like strung up by like veins being pulled out of his body like a marionette puppet. You get all of those scenes in this movie. And fun little trivia too, as fun as the the ending would rotate. So sometimes you would have Freddy winning and sometimes you would have Jason winning. So sort of have like um, Frankenstein was like that final scare. Like he'd pop out at the end. Yeah. One of them would pop out with the other one's head, but it would be uh, nice switching between the two various nights or various yeah, it's hours awesome. and stuff I mean, like that. Let's be honest. I mean, they're two of the more iconic horror characters, so there's so much you can pull from their histories to make this house work. Um, I would have been happy if it was just the movie, like if, yeah. if there wasn't like other scenes pulled from other mm-hmm. other parts, uh, other other movies. Like this one, yeah. I mean, this would be awesome to see as a house now. I would probably expect a little bit of a twist. I would want to see. Let's take the Halloween house we want to see, yeah, and combine it, and let's do a Freddy versus Jason versus Michael yeah, Myers house uh, we're because ne- we never got the we're movie. never gonna get the movie. So let's do it as a house, I would and love to. I would I would die happy. That would I, be, I would I'd be a happy happy man. Let's get on that. Come on, we got HHN thirty coming up soon. Let's get let's get these slashers back. I mean, come on, yeah. For, I mean, for the, like the post, I mean, you gotta make up for how bad this past year yeah, was. Give us something. Let's fucking good. do it. Give Freddy us a glimmer. Versus, Freddy versus Jason versus Michael. Just a little. Make glimmer. it happen, please, please. All right, so those were our three from HHN twenty five. So we're gonna be moving along now to HHN twenty six, and again another year with multiple houses. Uh, so we're we're pulling two from this year. So want to kick us off for the what we're taking from twenty six. I'm probably gonna leave one of them for you because you know more about the property than I do. Okay. Um, uh, one of them I think you're actually more of a fan of this movie than I am, but I do think this movie is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Krampus House. Oh, so Obviously, uh, you know it, it is a good movie. It's 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 a fun movie. Um, you know, one of those movies that we were considering doing for our. Uh, ho- uh, winter or oh, killer reviews our, for our Christmas, Christmas yeah. themed killer reviews episode. Another drop drop. Yeah, more killer there. reviews. Please go, three so far. Please, please go listen to all of these. Keep watching. Episodes. Keep getting these. Uh, keep getting um, these roll. These plays in. But I mean, the house sounds really, really fun. I mean, you, you definitely walk. It's all based around the Angle House from the movie. Um, the facade is the house itself. So we seem to have a thing for all of like like actual big facades. big facades, yeah. and 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 not to say that it's. 
something that we should do for all houses, but definitely like as long as you keep doing a few of them here and there, it definitely mm-hmm. makes the uh, experience a little it. bit better. Um, and again, I've only seen the movie a couple of times, so I'm kind of draw. I, um, I'm losing some of memory when it comes to what the movie, uh, what happens in the movie. But there are so many set pieces from the movie where you, you know, the, the gingerbread man and uh, the little jester, man. the nutcrackers, um, well, like jester. Yeah, the like Jester that, character. He's like the Jack in the Box with the yeah, giant. Yeah, which and then, then you teeth. end up, you know, and then you end in Krampus's lair. I mean, there's so much from that movie that, again, it's one of those movies where there's so much you can take from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely worked for a house, and I think it's one of those ones that I probably want to go back and see myself in person. This was one of my all-time favorite houses. Like we've said before, or I've said before on this, I'm a sucker for big facades. I'm a sucker for temperature control. So when those two houses or when the house combines those two things, they will just smash it all in. Um, and my fondest memory of this was when I went with my friend Kelly. She was a couple drinks in, we'll say that. <laughs> uh, she's had She had a couple by the time of this night. And when we were leaving, she was crying because the gingerbread men were dying. <laughs> they were killing the gingerbread man. I do assure them that the gingerbread men were the uh, evil ones, but that's so funny. Back in the day at 26, I think we uh, had a handful of handful too many of those little blood bag vodka drinks they used to sell in the queue lines, which unfortunately have not made a comeback yet. Probably for <laughs> good reason, probably for good cause because too many incidents. But yeah, that was uh, that was my takeaway from the Krampus house was trying to console somebody about gingerbread men that were murdering everybody. <laughs> All right. Moving along, we are going to stick on HHN 26, and this is where we got our first taste of AHS. So AHS, you know, American Horror Stories, clearly a very big property for them to have, and they pulled on this one. Each season of American Horror Story, I'm sure you are well aware, is very different seasons, same same actors for the most part, but very different seasons. And this was the first time they ran with it. So they pulled from Murder House, Freak Show, and Hotel, which I think... So Murder House was season one. I think Freak Show was four, and Hotel was five, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, one, four, and five. Yeah, okay. Um, those are those are really good ones. I, Murder House is probably one of my favorite out of the entire series. Freak Show, I know a lot of people don't like it. I loved Freak Show. And this is where... I differ with some people is a lot of people think or a lot of people say that their favorite is hotel and I wasn't super high on hotel um, I think my favorites were definitely um, murder house freak show covenant and then I'm a sucker for anything 80s so when they put out 84 I was a huge fan of that one they did their whole little slasher thing but that that's besides the point but a house that has such kind of like at this point we can say iconic property that kind of mashes everything together and it, to describe this house it was it's tough because there were so many different characters so many different things that they were pulling from there was i mean they had the rubber man they had the pig man they had the doctor they had twisty they had pepper they had stanley elzer mars they had a whole bunch they had 10 ugh, 10 commandment killer they had pretty much every character from those seasons thrown in there at some point it was a very large house this thing just pulled scenes from all those different iconic things and seeing twisty come to life was was pretty cool it's like one of the more 
badass clowns. But again, my iconic property. I just and I love how they matched it all together. I'm glad that they didn't spend too much time on just one house. And every time you took a corner, it was kind of like you're in a different different area. Yeah, I mean, I've only watched season one, and I know that's what's going to get me like Ooh, yeah, chased out of the room. With out. Netf- Netflix, baby, they're all on Netflix. I know the problem is it's hard with series with me. It's like I, it took me forever to finally push through Walking Dead season two. Yeah, and I caught up on all of those in like a year. So. Yeah. I should sit down and watch them. I have to make time to do it. There's just so much stuff to do and yeah. watch that it's hard to do. Oh, we're always we always have to watch something for this, and then right. Cuts so down on, like, I will eventually watching. go back and watch it. Um, so I would totally want to see this house. I'd be one of those that like before I did it, I have to go watch all of the episodes. So if yeah. Universal, you bring back a American uh, American Horror Story house, please wait like a year so I can have time mm-hmm. to go back and watch I, everything. And I hope they do because they brought it back in 27. And that one was Asylum, Coven, and Roanoke. So some more houses that they pulled from. But at this point, there's more. See that they did uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think. Yeah. So they can go back and still use. I mean, they they've only done. So they did Murder House, Asylum, Coven, Freak Show. They did like the first six, I think. But they got Cult. They have Apocalypse. They have eighty four. So they can kind of pick and choose from there yeah um, i don't so, i would totally like to see i mean i again not one of the seasons i've watched yet but i have but looked cool at the theory, synopsis you know the whole, and i yeah. love the theory of that type of thing so i think they did a roanoke house we talked about it the last time yeah as it was like more a, of like an original, original idea yeah, like a cannibal but i do love that roanoke. i love that story of like you know what are the mysteries behind the roanoke colony so yeah. i would have loved to see this i have to go watch the episodes i know i'm gonna do that maybe i'll do that tonight i'll just burn yeah. through all of them in one night <laughs> Well, um, that's the good thing too is it's one of those things where it's not as short as like just flipping on an hour and a half movie but it's nothing that you have to like commit to the whole series you know being that like they start and finish and you're like eh, I'll get to the next one at some point it for better or for worse it won't suck you in to yeah. the next season which automatically. is good I mean it's and that's and that's good and the other thing is is like the only problem I have with like cable television so I have a and I think Part of my problem with the show is that it is cable television, yeah. and I don't like cable TV because I'm so used to streaming services now being able to do whatever they want. Yeah, um, it's hard for me to take shows serious when they have to like they can't There's swear, still they can't yeah. show gore, they can't show nudity or sex. Like to mm-hmm. me, that brings me out of it. Not because I'm a fucking freak, <laughs> but, but I'm a fucking freak. But for horror, that's well, right, what and we exactly. Want. It's not just horror; it's anything. Like it, I, yeah. it's I have a hard time watching cable TV now because I don't find a lot of the comedy funny on cable TV because it's very you, tame. You have to have every, um, everything is yeah. It's all within a certain a thing, and that's why yep. cable's dying. Yeah. So I know this show is really good. I loved Murder House. Yeah. But it takes a lot for me to get into the series, yeah. and it's, that's kind of why. I didn't finish the second episode, of, uh, the second series uh, season of um, the Bly Manor se- episode. Oh, I haven't yeah, finished yeah. that because I just yeah. couldn't get into it. That one was the a first little, season was really good, yeah. but the second season I, I'm three Bly or four Manor's episodes weird. in. I just kind of st- fell out of it because I'm just not into that series. I just the this season the story it isn't was, capturing mm, me. This one was a lot weaker, and I had such I burned through it quick because I had that. I, you Actually, had to watch it, which was you weird. Like the first so I, season, I started though. it and I burned through it quick. Not and then to it took me—it took me like months to watch the last episode, though. 
So like it didn't hook me enough to even like make me cling to the to season like finale. To finish it, yeah. Like, and that's the thing is the last, the first season, I tore through. It hung. You, you had you were hung on to each mm-hmm. episode. So yeah, it's again cable TV. It's hard for me. There are a few cable shows that are coming out that look really really good. Like Clarice is coming out. Yeah. But I'm worried that it's gonna suffer the same fate. Where although it's a great movie that it's based it's on, on cable, it's kind how of- can you do? It's the same with like like the Hannibal show is okay, but it's not great because it's it's a TV show and it's and it's about one of the most like grotesque like exactly. notorious characters and none of that can be shown. Right, you can't show any of it. Yeah, exactly. No, so it's tough. It's tough for horror. For horror, like I think that you know comedy, you can find ways around it. Stuff like The Office yeah, and Friends. Yeah, I'm not saying that you can't do comedy, but like comedy, horror is but like now we're really... into a different discussion altogether. Yeah, I know, right? But horror is I think the toughest to do with restrictions. Because the majority right. of it is restricted. Right. Which is why I'm surprised I liked Walking Dead as much as I did, because The Walking Dead's a TV yeah. show. But the strength of Walking Dead is not the zombies, it's, its, character. it's the characters. Yeah. And that's why it was so good. Yeah. So I will go back and watch American Horror Story eventually. Yeah. Not to diverge in a completely different <laughs> discussion, but eventually I will do that. So don't get don't get mad at me. Don't add us. Mm-hmm. I will I will totally do that. Mm-hmm. All right, where are we at? So that was, I did AHS from 26, so we're hopping now to HHN 27. I'll let you take the reins on... We uh, only one in here, right? Yeah, just one. Yeah, and obviously it's the... It's the Mac Daddy. I mean, this is the one... Yeah, out of all of the ones we have listed, this is the one I want to see the most. Um, It's The Shining House from 27, and I'm bummed because this was a year before I moved here. Yep. And had I known this was a house, I probably would have flown down to do it. (laughs) Yeah. I love The Shining, obviously. The Shining is my favorite movie of all time. One of my favorite, well, my favorite horror movie of all time. One of my favorite movies of all time. One of my favorite books of all time. Um, I just, I love this story. So you're telling me that I could have walked through a house that was built around the Stanley Hotel and the, I shouldn't say Stanley Hotel, the Overlook Hotel, which yeah. is based on the Stanley, Stanley yeah. Hotel, to be able to see all of the iconic scenes from that movie up close, like, Halloween's one thing. This would have been a whole other level. So, like, no. I would do anything to have them do this house again. And obviously, it's probably never going to happen. But never know. They, um, they do like you do to never repeat know. some houses, which is, hey, for better or for worse, maybe come like thirty-one or thirty-two, maybe they'll still be dealing with the financial hit of COVID, where they're like, hey, fuck it, let's just recycle some older properties where they might have some props still hanging around or some pieces of building and whatnot be like hey you know what we should just do let's roll out the shining again let's roll out ahs again let's just roll out the big guns and see what happens because if they do another if they do like a big year at 31 of like i don't want to say just recycled properties but stuff like the shining or something along the lines of that they could could potentially do oh um, dr sleep a dr sleep house and do a shining house in spirit like Mm -hmm. i I would love to see them to do, do it. it again. I don't know if they ever will. But what this does tell me, um, not to get again on a different tangent, but we did talk about before that you don't think we'll ever do an It house. Mm-hmm. But if they could get The Shining in 2017, I have no they, idea why they yeah, couldn't they potentially get to. the It franchise and at least do an It house. Oh, it's sh- another one that they I need to. They really do. No, they need to do an It house at some point. I'm surprised that I'm surprised we haven't had one yet i know it's always kind of talked about but the fact that they did the shining i think gives a lot of hope towards it too yeah i mean i definitely think that it's possible no this house was awesome i remember going through this i remember you start coming in through the hedge maze and that's when you kind of 
make your way into the actual hotel, and then there's the red rums written on the door, and then you have all these little Jack Torrance looking characters. Some I'm so of them, jealous uh, you got to do this. Some house. of them better, some of them worse, but it was cool. I mean, the prosthetics were there. You had the twins. You had the bloody twins. You had Jack in the snow. You had the bartender. You had the Jack coming through the door. You had Danny on the tricycle. You had uh, what's the uh, bartender's name? Um, oh, um, oh my God! You would ask me that. Um, Lloyd. Lloyd. That's what. Yep. Yeah, you got Lloyd at bartending. It's it's everything you could ask for from a shining house is all it is it was great um again this was i think the last year that i came before i lived here so i only went to that event once so i only got to go through the house once but thankfully i went through this house i don't think i did all of them that night i did one two three four maybe did like five or six of the houses but for one night not too bad this house was just great i loved it and then now, skipping ahead, we're going to go to another property that was very beloved among the community, and that's going to bring us to HHN 28. And this was a house that spawned from the previous year's scare zone. We're talking Trick or Treat. So Trick or Treat, obviously, this is an awesome movie. based off of the movie, just kind of like creeping into like cult status almost, where it's like... I don't want to say like one of those forgotten um, properties, but it's definitely gained popularity over recent years. There was the scare zone of Trick or Treat, and obviously that was a huge success. It had everyone kind of clamoring to come through, but this is just pretty much a maze of the the movie and how to not break the rules of sacred Halloween traditions. Yeah, and I assume Sam was a scare actor in this. Yeah, yep, yep. He was a big character in this one. So you would kind of go through the back of the building when you go into it, you're greeted by Mr. Krieg's house, and then there's like a lawn covered all in pumpkins and stuff like that, and then Sam is standing there right by the trash can. More, yeah. more or not, uh, more or less, a lot of his scares were kind of just like he's there, and then he disappears, and then he's there, and he disappears. So it's not a lot of like, definitely not like a crazy scary house. Yeah, but sometimes but just it's a better. fun house to yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, through. I I've said before, I like houses that aren't like absurdly or obnoxiously loud yeah like if they if it's done the right way then it's fine but like some of the houses where it's just like hey loud noises yeah oh yeah. strobe light like that's yeah. not scary that's no. just like these were just annoying this was just really fun you had a lot of like really cool halloween style characters in this one you had a lot of halloween like halloween-esque party costumes you obviously had Sam, you had all the pumpkins, you had the house, and you had like that old school traditional Halloween masks, like the the shitty masks. It's like, oh, you're a bunny or you're a clown, like those yeah. the creepy like yeah, yeah, retro yeah. ones. No, just overall, this was such a fun house. They like absolutely killed the costume of Sam, both in the scare zone from the previous year and then in the house this year. It was just, this was awesome. I don't know if this won house of the year or not, but I think it, I'm not sure, but it, I, I'm going to claim that it was yeah <laughs> it's just i, I fucking would have been would, would, would have been your house of the year right <laughs> yeah it would have been mine now that house of the year actually that was this 28 it probably went to stranger things but yeah trick-or-treat and that's gonna round out our 10 yeah and 28 had a lot of good houses in it like i didn't i wasn't here for it or actually it's a lie i was in florida and i'm an a-hole who didn't get a ticket <laughs> and go to it but you had oh this year was awesome. trick-or-treat you had poltergeist you had halloween four Return of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. You had Blumhouse. I mean, there were so many good houses. Scary this year. Tales was awesome. Stranger Things. Dead so, Exposure was awesome. 
Slaughter Cinema. It's like amazing. No, twenty honestly, twenty seven and twenty eight were like monster, monster years in them. So it was hard to pick. Like I mean, we could have done half of the this list just from this year alone. Yeah, yeah. And again, so we didn't are... drop a lot of these ones because we didn't like them or didn't. I I didn't think I I wouldn't like them. It's just there was so many to pick from. Yeah, it would kind of be kind of boring if we did like five from <laughs> five out from yeah. twenty eight, and that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, that rounds out those uh, those ten. So just to recap, let's go through them again real quick. HHN twenty, there was nothing. HHN twenty one, we took the thing that was based off the two thousand eleven prequel. HHN twenty two, we didn't pick anything. HHN twenty three, we picked Evil Dead. HHN twenty four, we picked Halloween, which was based off of the original movie. HHN twenty five is when we decided to start start bulking up on these IPs. We picked an American Werewolf in London. Freddy vs. Jason, and Insidious. Jump into HHN 26, we picked AHS, which covered Murder House, Freak Show, and Hotel. We picked Krampus from that year as well. HHN 27, we picked The Shining. And then, to round it out, HHN 28, Trick or Treat. So those are our top ten. Not bad. And and HHN 29, obviously those houses were really good, but I think off of like a recency bias slash the fact that we wanted to pick more properties that either we went to further ago or just properties that we wanted to see just in general. So I feel like there's going to be a handful of you out there that might have, you know, if you did a best of decade IP house list, you'd have some other ones floating around there. So let us know, comment, whatever, tell us which houses we're a-holes for leaving off. <laughs> Tell us which ones we got right. I don't know. Let's know. This is uh, that's the fun part about like the HHN community is that everyone has such like good different opinions where you can have an attachment to a different property based off of just oh, really yeah. anything. Hit us, hit us up with that. Let us know what you uh, let us know what you got. Anything, anything new that you've watched recently? Anything good? To be honest with you, no. Nothing crazy. Um, Obviously, the NFL playoffs have been happening. <laughs> consuming our lives. Hockey has started again, so sports have begun to consume my life again. So I haven't really watched anything new lately, yeah. but we are going to plan to watch some new stuff uh, yeah. for next week, Cuing right? right so into what we're going to be doing next week. We'll, we'll be watching into next week. So what we're going to do, we mentioned it on a couple weeks ago, previous episode, we were going to do a best of 2020. Last week was actually the Last week, episode. oh, Jesus Christ. Um, last week we were supposed to do a best of 2020 and we decided, fuck that. We're looking to 2021. However, we got to fill the calendar of <laughs> January. So, well, we, we, we're we're gonna gonna, do, we, we we're just gonna, weren't going to let 2020, the movies that did happen go without at least mentioning them. Yes, so, yeah. So our final, I guess January is a very reflective month. So our final episode of January, we are going to look back at a couple of the movies from the, a couple of the horror movies from 2020. And we're going to do, like, little mini killer reviews. So not, like, a full in-depth hour like we typically do on the other ones. But we'll call little... this we'll call this injury reviews. Injury not so we're kills. not getting killed. You're getting injured. Okay, we'll go <laughs> injury maimed. reviews. Ma- ma- maiming reviews. <laughs> injury reviews of 2020. We're all coming out Fuck of 2020, 2020. damaged. <laughs> yeah, 2020, 2020 was an ass was an asshole year, but there was a couple there good were, movies. There out were a there. few good movies that come out. Some of them were Netflix movies, some of them were full release movies. Yep. Some of them were 2020s like, hey, you were supposed to release this in theaters, but guess what? Nope, Not gonna happen now. now so now we're gonna look at a couple of those movies and we'll just we'll talk shop on them a little bit. But until next time, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Happy haunts. 
again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.